Welcome back to the Voice of 161st Street. We are recording this episode on Tuesday night before the Yankees game. So if anything crazy happens, sorry about it. But we're recapping the four-game series against the Twins. Yankees split against the Twins. Herman, Cole, both shoved. Brito, not so much. Stanton hurt. Uh, Peraza called up and then probably sent back down shortly after. Volpe is getting a little better. Looking a little better out there with seven steals, too. And a lot more to talk about. Before we get into all that news, this episode is brought to you by, as always, TickPick. Uh, TickPick, use code 161 to get $10 off your tickets. I just went over the weekend on Saturday, had a phenomenal time. Yankees got the win there. Stanton actually hit a home run, or it looked like a home run to the people at the ballpark. I'm not sure if you guys heard that on on TV, but did it fool the camera, too? Because it hit off basically the top of the wall. But while we were there the home run siren started to go off and it like went off for like a brief second and then was cut short and then said and went to second base, whatever. But uh, yeah, wild times couldn't have been there without tick pick. Well, I could have been, but I would have paid a lot more in fees and all that. No, you so, couldn't have been Lucas. The only way to go. It's literally the only way to buy tickets. So code one sixty one to to get $10 off your tickets there. This episode is also brought to you by athletic greens. I have been taking this to tell you guys, if you're just tuning in for the first time, use Athletic Greens, um, but it's it's phenomenal. I've been using it every single morning, and honestly, now that I've been doing it for a little bit, it's been helping me a lot with my digestion, and I've been getting back into running recently because I got the wedding diet. You know, that's happening in September. I don't want to be fat on my wedding day, so this is helping me achieve that goal a little bit. I know Chandler, we've been talking about his performance uh, not only previously on the slopes, but now that it's not really ski season anymore, he's, I, I think him and Damon and Murph and myself probably getting a few strokes off our, off our, our short game in golf because of it. So I don't know. Anybody want to add anything about their athletic greens experiences? Well, <clears throat> I was just uh, golfing over the weekend and uh, let me tell you what added 25 yards to my drive. <laughs> Well, I finally figured out when I figured out how to drive, then mix that in with the athletic greens is dangerous. It dangerous. is dangerous. Is it Let me tell you what. Coincidence that you figured out how to drive right when you started taking athletic greens? I think not. I don't think so. I don't think not so. Damon. I don't think so either. The, t- the um, timeline adds up. That's all I'm saying. And so if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, athletic greens is giving you one free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs for your, with your uh, First purchase, go to athleticgreens.com slash 161. That's athleticgreens.com slash 161. So uh, let's get into it. The first thing I wanted to talk about was let's go over the injuries because Stanton, I don't want to talk too much about this because it happens all the, all the time. It's just same shit, different day. Um, but he's going to be probably out four to six weeks, which is a shame because he was doing really well and... Um, not really a deep bench right now for for the Yankees, so him going out, I mean, you know, is not gonna not gonna feel good. Lineup circuit probably gonna look start looking really weird, and uh, yeah. Any comments on Stanton or just the same shit? 
I mean, it's his annual hamstring injury. There's not much else to it. Like he always, it's the same old story. It happens every year. I hope it's, it's just that. I hope that's. I guess that's the only thing I'll say is I hope it's just his annual injury and nothing beyond that. Uh, it's like every year is a guaranteed injury, and that it's just a matter of is it going to snowball into more, or are we going to luck out and he's just going to have the one or two soft tissue injuries and then we're over it. So. Hopefully, last year I think he missed a lot of games. So maybe, uh, maybe it's like in every other year. Maybe we'll be lucky this year. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, yeah, man. I wish I, I wish I was surprised, but unfortunately, yeah. not. Let's move on to something a little more fun. So Herman, I think you know Cole and Herman both shoved Cole with the complete game shutout. That's fantastic. Cole is just on one right now. We can get into that in a second, but I'm more excited about the Herman situation because we know Cole. Is going to go out and do that, and he's been doing it all season. And right now, especially in the wake of the Rodon news, that he's, you know, not, his back isn't feeling too great and all that stuff. We're going to need Domingo Herman more than a lot of other players on this team. You know, even Stanton included, just be, to bolster the rest of that rotation. Uh, maybe that's a stretch, but just he's going to be a very important piece. And pretty depressed I mean, yeah. about Rodon. I need I need him to figure it out, man. Like this is. Uh, we knew he had some injury history. This is just so, so frustrating. And it's not like a Rodon thing. It's like a what the fuck are the Yankees doing? How is everybody hurt all the time? But we, I mean, it's nothing new. It's nothing new. It's just frustrating. We wanted to all see the shiny new toy, but we'll have to wait another yeah. fucking month. Or Well, you got that. I mean, his name is I, mean I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I literally, I literally said this last episode when we were talking about the same exact thing with Rodon, like, and we're not surprised again how they always say, oh, he's got this thing that's just lingering on. He's going to be another two weeks, three weeks. And I, again, I wouldn't be surprised if another week passes and they add on more time to his projected, uh, you know, for first time appearance on the mound. Like it's just they always just bring they, they always push these things back. And I wish they would just fucking figure this out sooner rather than later so we could actually go out, and maybe find someone else who can fucking pitch instead of just waiting for this to happen and have this be lingering on forever and ever. Over under he's going to come back. I, I, meant, I meant to talk Is he going to come back, Dim- though? But I is wanted he to talk come about back? Domingo. This is unfortunately for Domingo. Like I bring up the one time we're going to have a fun conversation about Domingo Herman, and it just takes it's a relevant, right though. turn to, Carl- to Rodon. Um, just give the man we can talk about some Domingo. credit. I mean, it's fine. Yes, he pitched well. Yeah. But I mean, well. at the same time, you had Brito, who seemed like he's pitched well, and now you know we're in a position where he's going to have to stay up and he got shelled last time out so i mean herman had a lot has a lot more he's shown this before so the brito thing very small sample size murph i'm shocked to hear you say that no 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 mr small sample size i'm all i'm saying is that it's not like herman is that cusp guy at this point like it's the everyone's hurt the bottom line is your cole and your nester but then it's if we're guys who were go ahead i was gonna say if we're like it's guys that shouldn't be in the rotation if we're relying on Domingo Herman, Clark Schmidt, and fucking Johnny Brito, then it doesn't matter anyway. Like, is it, like who cares? It, he's we know what Domingo Herman is at this point. He's got good stuff sometimes, but like he's not consistent. Even the year that he was our quote unquote ace, he you know he won. I think he won eighteen games that year in twenty nineteen. The next man up here, he still had an ERA over four. Like. 
He he's yeah, wins don't matter. He's inconsistent. He is. I know ERA is not everything, but he's got good stuff. But I, man, he's a good five starter. He shouldn't be our three starter. If you're relying on Domingo Herman in a playoff series to be our number three starter, then just pack it up. Like we have no chance. I know, but it's still nice to see that he can at least show the flashes. We knew he could show the flashes, but I mean, like you mentioned with the wins, if you put fucking Murph out there, he could have had ten wins that year. I mean, the Yankees are putting up. Crooked numbers every single I would have had at least 15. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, I, it's <laughs> just like, short there. On that note, Mr. Clark Schmidt off to another hot start. Two runs without he, recording he just, it out. <laughs> that one, he that, just see, sucks. that's what I'm disappointed about. I thought if any silver lining was going to come out of the early injuries in the rotation, it was going to be that he, <laughs> sorry, as this ball goes over the wall for a two-run home run, I thought that's he was, was going to show up with the <laughs> and like actually – Prove that he belongs in the rotation, then when everyone's healthy, he'd be that five guy. Like, I really saw that happening. And if we listen back to the roll call with him, I thought he was not a name we should brush over. I thought he'd win the five spot when everybody was healthy and actually, you know, deliver and prove that he belongs in the rotation. And that is clearly not the case. Uh, I mean, at this point, you have to think about moving him out of the rotation that's hurt because he. Are you ready to give up on him? At this point, now, yeah. I mean, at this point, you have to think about, is he even, like, I don't even know if he's got a spot in the bullpen right now with how he's throwing. Like, he, I don't think it's an exaggeration. The only reason he has job security is because there's, I mean, who else? It's not an exaggeration. They don't have anybody in the bullpen that's MLB ready. It's not an exaggeration to say that he is probably the worst pitcher in the American League right now. I'm sure there's some Sabre metrics to back that. I don't think there's some. I think it's... I test, saber metrics, regular metrics, all metrics, all point to the guy that's getting fucking smoked in his two and a third innings he pitches every other day or every fifth day. I mean, he has this is brutal, man. This is hard to watch. Hey, and you you get an off day yesterday and then you go into a seven game home stretch with a weekend series and you're playing the angels, which is a high octane type game. You know, a lot of people are watching the Otani judge thing and then you got to go swing it against the blue Jays the next weekend. And you're going to dip into your bullpen in the second or third inning in the first game of this stretch and basically mitigate the off day um, for the bullpen's sake. And it's just, it's yeah. Crazy. I mean, looking into his, his saber metrics, we've done this before, but they're not good. So, um, just based on that and just based on the eye test too of like what I mean first fucking inning he gives up a two run nuke albeit to Shohei Otani but I mean he's just been easy to hit to everybody I think we could get it off Clark Schmidt right now uh, the one good thing is his fastball spins up but that doesn't fucking matter it's just gonna be spinning a fuckload on the way over the wall so dude it's um, like this is bad like we are starting to have a problem here especially with the way that Rodon's injury is shaping up like I, I, you, we don't have a three starter right now, like a true three starter. Uh, Sevy's supposed to be back soon, so which silver lining, but can you really count on him? That's weird coming for me. I've been his biggest defender for four years now, but I, it, it's a fair question. No, I mean, can you right. trust him to there's go a lot 150 of marks. innings? No, no, there's a lot of question marks. If, if these guys even do come back, which I, I think they will, what are we going to get? And that's just always a question with a lot of people on this team. And uh, now that the guys, the like Clark Schmidt, if he were to step up, we wouldn't really have, be having this conversation. But Clark Schmidt did not step up, and now he's making the holes the Yankees have in that rotation a lot more uh, apparent. So, you know, 
I, I don't know what we're going to get out of Seve when he gets back. And I, I think this conversation would be a lot more uh, aggressive if we weren't 10 and six and the, and we could just as easily not be 10 and six. And I mean, we are already chasing the Rays by like four games because they just, just can't lose a game. So um, there are definitely problems. I think it's a little early to start as being like, Oh my God, this guy's falling. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying in general, um, but the holes are there. They're evident. And it's, it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. I mean, outside of Cole and Nestor, it's, it's really kind of a question mark all the way throughout because everybody else either sucks or is hurt. So we don't know what we're going to get, like I said. So um, back up to Cole. Cole like just looks absolutely dominant. So I think we can finally put to bed the he sucks narrative. Not that we said that on the show. I know people on Twitter who are notoriously the smartest people in the world have said about Garrett Cole. But Garrett Cole is really fucking good. And clearly the uh, spider tack narrative is also gone because he can pitch very well without it. Um, little nod to we, we don't have to get into this, but. The uh, Domingo Herman uh, rosin stuff was kind of funny to watch. I, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious that, that was he ridiculous. had to wash. They like checked his hand, and then he didn't wash his hand properly, and then he he just put more rosin on as he was walking out just because of routine. And that's just pitchers are routine. Baseball players are very routine oriented. So as soon as he washed it, he just re-upped with it, and the umpire were just like basically, dude, you're. I just told you to fucking clean these. So not a good hand washer for Domingo Herman. But back to Garrett Cole, he obviously can pitch with nothing, uh, no spider attack or anything like that. Or he just got really good at cheating, which is both options are very fun. Um, but my question to you guys with Garrett Cole is obviously he's dominating. You can make the argument that he's the best pitcher in baseball right now or pitching like it. Are you going to be totally on board and just be like, okay, great season out of Garrett Cole if he wins the Cy Young, which no Yankee has won the Cy Young since what? Since We've been talking about this last year when we thought Cole was going to get it. Who was it? Was it CC? I think it was no, Gidry. he didn't win one. I think it was like Gidry? Whitey. I think it was Gidry. A little trivia for you. But my question to you is, if he wins a Cy Young, are you happy with him, or do you need him to be that go out and just shut people down in the playoffs for a long, deep playoff run? And we got him for the purposes of a deep playoff run, right? Like, he wins a Cy Young, that's great, but finish the job. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, Damon. The answer I, I mean, I, I think it's too early to talk about Cy Young for him. I'll talk. About I don't think I don't think it is because he's almost won it for the last four years. It seems like, and I'm not I even I'm not declaring like him that, the Cy Young by any matters, means. Really, that's like, my I, that was the question. Care. That was the answer I was trying to get out of you. Yeah, I don't care. Like, if he wins the Cy Young, great. But I would rather that be like a cherry on top of a great season. If he yeah. wins Cy Young and we're sniffing at a wild card, maybe then I'm gonna be pissed. That's all I was getting and, out of you. He's now the favorite yeah. to win the Cy There you go. You're welcome. But, like, yeah, I don't. If he wins the Cy Young, I don't think he cares. He is. I mean, obviously, I think... he's going to try to win a Cy Young because that also means he's going to be throwing his best stuff every night. But, yeah. Especially no, I, I, just, I, I just also am of the same opinion that it doesn't matter. Um, I'm very happy to see it. But, you know, outside of I mean, regular season, doesn't matter. But, Regardless, I think it matters. I, I, I digress. Like, I don't need like who are we to say that it's like who cares if they don't win the world? They haven't won the World Series in thirteen fucking years. Like I think well, we that's get, what we're looking for. I th- that's why we are 
able to say that. Well, I, I think we can still celebrate that. Like we all were just like spending the last two months of the season drooling over Aaron Judge's MVP and Triple Crown watch. Like if if I think it's a big deal if Garrett Cole wins a Cy Young, he's never won one in his career. People have always like they're constantly questioning if his contract was worth it. I think this is a big like fuck you year. If he comes out and does this and wins a Cy Young, like that that is a huge deal. He's a favorite right now, by the way, at four to one. Above Shohei Otani and Jacob DeGrom. I agree. Well, DeGrom just got hurt, so. Yeah. R.I.P. Unfortunate for my fantasy team. People are calling um, him. Do you guys want to make. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I can see Otani winning it because that sweeper that he has is absolutely disgusting. He's, pretty, he's pretty good. Do you want to like mention anything about Brito, or do you want to just. I mean, sucks. there's not much to say. Like he, he looked good when he came out the first couple of times, but what? I mean, what are we gonna get? I, I don't think I don't you know. can be upset at him. Like it's his what? I'm not. Third, no, no, third or fourth. No, 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 not, not you. He's not you. Just yeah, people he's just in general. Clearly not. I just, I think he's a really good arm, and I think he's just not quite there yet, and he's being forced into a pretty impossible situation, which is kind of what happened to Clark Schmidt a little bit, and I'm just a little worried about that. I just like, I don't even think it's, he's a rookie. It's going to happen. It is what it is. I think now it is the worst pitching performance I think I've ever seen in a Yankee uniform. <laughs> yeah, so like so that, that should probably be stated, but he said all the right things. He does all the right things. He's looked good and all of his other stuff. Like, you know what? It's not cool. Like, it's not like, oh, whatever. He just gave up like 50 in the first, but it's like, you know what? It, <laughs> it happens. Like, we're fine when I, and granted, it's a way different situation than Anthony, uh, than Anthony Volpe, but, you know, Anthony Volpe started fucking like three for 30 with a million Ks, and we were just like, ah, oh, well, give him some, give him some time. And, and again, it's a way different situation, but it's the same thing. You're getting uh, adjusted to a it whole is. new level of baseball. And you know what? That's going to happen. But they just couldn't fucking miss, dude. That was like watching a home run. Der- it was absurd. They squared up every single fucking baseball. That I've day. never seen people hit hit baseballs that easily. Before. I was Not waiting for to <laughs> show up about him, like very obviously tipping pitches or something. And I didn't see it. Maybe maybe there was oh, something about dude. that. But I, I was like, there's no way. For that. Like, I, I just figured that's the only explanation Like, there's for how aggressively they got to him. Dude, we used to yeah. sit and play uh, GameCube and play the show and tell each other what pitches were coming and where what location, and we still couldn't score the fucking amount of runs. Well, we do that course. thing. Uh, do you remember we were playing? Uh, Damon, what game was that? What MVP? Yeah. MVP Baseball 2007. Oh, that's what. And I mean, uh, yeah. Chandler, you, you you gave us this rule. It's like whenever what was the what was the situation? Whenever your yeah. uh, number one hitter comes up in your lineup, you just you get grooved fastballs down the middle and like Barry Bonds, who isn't in the game. But he, what's his name in that? He's basically just uh, Joe, John Doe. John Doe, who they <laughs> they didn't allow him in the game because he was roided up. <laughs> but they put in John Doe, who is just looks he looks like Joe Random. And uh, he has 99 power, everything, just amazing. So basically, you had to get grooved fastballs down the middle every single time to him, and it was a guaranteed home run every time, which is basically what it looked like <laughs> with Brito pitching to the Twins, um, who are apparently not a terrible. I mean, they have a decent lineup. I won't, I won't say that he was doing that against like a really shitty team like the, uh, like the Athletics or something like that. They do have hitters on their team for sure, 
but they they couldn't fucking miss dude. The twins are um, good. You mentioned Volpe though. The twins yeah. are good. They're ten and six as well. Uh, you mentioned Volpe though. I want to bring this back up. I know he he obviously we had the conversation about him struggling, um, but you know I, I was actually late to make that hot or not graphic, and I was going to do the knots, but I we like we did on the show. But I looked at his numbers, and the numbers actually weren't that bad. And I knew people would comment on it and be like, dude, Volpe's looking a lot better. So I'm going to have that conversation right now with you guys. Because when you look at the numbers now, I'll pull them up just to see the the updated numbers. But they're looking a lot more respectable. Because, I mean, obviously small sample size, so you could turn it around super quick. But I don't know. What, what, what do you guys think on Volpe? He's batting right now 191, uh, 628 OPS, which isn't terrible considering he was at like 135 before he's walking a lot he has seven stolen bases the game i was at he stole three bases in one game and in one time on the base pass stole second and stole third so i think it's absolutely realistic that he could steal like fucking 70 bags and i know we play that game all the time where we're like oh my god he's on pace for like Kyle Higashioka during his spring training is like, oh my God, Kyle Higashioka is on pace to hit 162 home runs if this was the first day of the regular season. But I mean, Volpe's done it in the minors, so I don't see why he can't do it. Well, you know what you know what I like about what he's doing is while you know, say take just take that 191. Like we'll look at his whole season average. Obviously, not great. So we'll just say for that sake, he's struggling over the course of the season. But he's impacting the game in every other way. Like he's walking at a above average clip. I'm assuming I haven't looked at the actual stat there, but, and then he's stealing bags and he's playing a good shortstop. It's not like Hicks where he's not hitting, he's a liability in the field. He, you know, he, while he's not performing yet at the plate, he's still making an impact. And that's why he's in the leadoff spot, even though he's hitting 190. He's got tonight, a you know. perfect fielding percentage right now. Yeah, I was, I, again, just from the eye test on the games in the innings, I've watched, he looks great at shortstop up. So you mentioned the leadoff thing. Let's dive into that a little bit because we we've had the conversation before of, you know, what I think the Yankees want to do and what I want to do just in the sense that I want, you know, a prototypical stereotypical guy, leadoff guy. I think Volpe has that. And I think over the course of the year and my goal, I'm saying, I, I think it's possible to have him be the leadoff guy in the playoffs. And I think that's probably what the Yankees want to do too. And they showed their hand a little bit having him in the leadoff spot. Is he there tonight again? Yeah, he's there tonight, and DJ's hitting fifth. The, see, that's exactly what I kind of want out of them, yeah, and we've fifth. we've seen it, you know. And DJ had a a nice, uh, he came up big in a runners in scoring position spot with a hit. We we know it, and now we're actually seeing it happen a little bit. Albeit it might be because of injuries in some spots, like Stanton's obviously hurt now, and and that kind of thing. But you know, them going straight to it, like the, at least we know that this is like. The, uh, like the second option, as soon as there is an opening, uh, with Stanton being hurt or something like that, they are going to switch Volpe to the leadoff spot. And tonight, you said uh, DJ sitting fifth tonight? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, with them both in the lineup, too, they're still doing that. In the lineup tonight. They have. It's impressive. <laughs> DJ, Glaber, Peraza, Volpe, IKF. All in the lineup. Definitely impressive. Um, but yeah, I, with with the Volpe thing, I, I think I think he's definitely he's got the build of the player. I think I think it can happen sooner or later. I just want it to happen in the playoffs. I think that's just the, our best lineup. If Volpe continues to progress, that would work. But I'm I'm well, just I, I wanted to point it out because I'm happy that they actually we actually saw it. 
that we're seeing. Well, what we overlooked was the, the stolen bases, or at least I did a little bit in terms of the leadoff spot, because, you know, we were talking about DJ leading off and I'm totally fine with that, but the getting on base thing. But when you can, when he's on base, whether he's stealing or not, he's, he's causing chaos with the threat of stealing. And so if you can distract yeah. the pitcher even a little bit with judge up and Rizzo up and not, well, not stand anymore, but unreal for the sake, like, it's important. And, you know, you can, and you want to get a guy in a scoring position for them because obviously Judge has the long ball, but he also hits over 300 still, I believe. Um, so, yeah, it, it really does play with the stolen bases and, and his base running in general. Uh, My only concern, spot, which we've been missing for a very long time. Only concern, and it's not even really a concern. Like, you can't play your, you can't play with this mindset. It's just something worth noting, I guess, is. If he is just stealing second every time he's on base, that gives you or the other team the luxury of just pitching around Judge. Like, why why throw a strike to Judge if Volpe's on second already? Like, you you don't really. Have I mean, any that might be, and that is true. I think late, but you can't game. you can't play like that. Like, obviously, you can't go about a season like, oh, we don't want our leadoff guy to get on base and steal too much. Like, that's fucking stupid. But. I don't know. I'm interested. Maybe that's the reason to move Judge to third. Well, I'm just interested to see how they'll they'll go about it, or how other teams will navigate. Right now, early in the season, I don't think you're going to see it a whole lot. But if we're coming down the stretch and there's close games, like you best like you better believe they're going to pitch around Judge every single time. We saw last year, and then in that, but and then in that instance, you know, don't send him. But the the threat's still there, and that's in the pitcher's mind. And with the pitch clock. Think I think that plays a factor with the pitch clock. It's one more thing to think about with how often you throw over and with his the way that he steals in that secondary lead. It's pickoffs, you know, aren't really seeming to have the same impact as some of the traditional base stealers. So you know, it's in your head for those whole fifteen seconds, and anything you can do with judge up to throw the pitcher off, I think, is huge. Just wanted to bring it up because I know we've talked about it before. And now that they've actually done it and we're seeing it and i think it could work out really well i didn't catch the uh the john sterling home run call but i heard it was ridiculous and nobody understood what he was saying does anybody know what <laughs> it makes sense I was, yeah. I was listening to it on the radio uh he said something in italian which means welcome to the show and then the other part was the fox socks <laughs> one and volpe is italian for fox so makes sense well, so what was the what was the full home run call i can't pronounce it i can't pronounce the first like, one hearing it but it was like yeah. it was like <laughs> Anthony Volpe. Like, like, you keep talking, like, I'll find it. Yeah, Olioli or something, but it wasn't that. Yeah, it was, it was like that. <laughs> it was like he does was, the his like Italian phrase, like oh the fox socks one, and then it's like makes sense. I didn't, I had no fucking clue what it meant until I saw it on Twitter. But like, because I, I was in the car listening to it, and I, I literally texted you guys. I was like, the fuck does the fox socks one mean? But. Yeah, it was um, – I wasn't listening to the radio, but I saw the call before I saw the explanation, and I was confused. No, I liked it. Like I, I saw the video. Uh, it's, I'm just trying to find I, it. I, right I, th- I thought it was good. No, it it just, I found it. There we go. Over my head. 1-0. Swung on a high fly to deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. Anthony Volpe's first home run in the major leagues. Anthony Volpe, a spectacular OG. No, oh, the Fox Sox one to left. And the Yankees taking a immediate <laughs> one nothing lead. Oh, I oh look boy. At the smile on 
So he says a spectacular OG. That's not welcome to the show. That means a good day or a spectacular day. So somebody said that. I, I don't know. I'm just reading Twitter, man, which is 100% true Let me find all the that. time. Spectacular OG is a, a great day. Whatever. Either way. It's like Anthony was, Volpe, a great day, but Anthony it's Volpe at the show today. That's what it means. At the show today. I don't know about that. Spectacular. Bella, how Italian are you? I'm very. Yeah. What do you? Know? I mean, I, I, do you want me to pull up a, like mid episode right now? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Italian to English. <laughs> I need to make sure this is correct. This is great content right here. Spectacolo. Oh, gee, just proved you wrong. Oh, it means show today. Yeah. So you are at the show today. Okay, but like it's a little broken up. So. I mean, at the show. The show today. Okay, I mean. You, gotta you could go either way. You could go either way with this. <laughs> you could not go either way with this. <laughs> spectacular. I, I wasn't quite sure that it means the show, but it, it, I thought it meant spectacular. But it also could make Ooh. sense if it was, I'd say it could go but either way because it's like Anthony Volpe, a great day. Like, what a great day it is. It's, Whatever, it, man. It's you just pulled up the OG translation. Why are you still trying to fight the dictionary? <laughs> Because it could work in a different way. No. Whatever, in a it. different language. He's senile. Either That's way. He's talking about. It was a cool home run. <laughs> and, oh, and Judge and him went back to back. Also, did you guys see the fucking that guy was- on Twitter that was so upset that uh, Volpe was smiling in his post-game interview? Yeah. Who's like, yeah, this let's just talk about that a little bit. Way. Like, a lot Jeter of people were saying never. that, though. It's like, dude, fuck that. No, it's just no. so ridiculous, dude. The dude's fucking 21 years old and he's living his dream right now. Let him fucking have a moment. Like, yeah, I know the Yankees lost and, like, the boss is all rolling over in his grave. Oh, my God. Like, how could you smile when you did? You're, you got to be a team player, all that. Like, fuck. Who fucking cares? It also dude? wasn't. It's, it's not like he was smiling, laughing up, living as if they won. No. Somebody asked about how that moment felt, and he smirked, essentially. Yeah, God forbid. It was blown so far out of proportion. Like, he he was trying to even dial it in, it seemed like. like he, But he couldn't help himself from smiling at his first home run for the Yankees after growing up in New Jersey and being a huge Yankees fan, and now you're the starting shortstop, you hit home run. Try not to smile after that. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, what if do you want him people. to say? What do you want him to say? Like, yeah, it fucking sucked. I wish I would have done it in a win. God damn it. This game means everything in April. Like, fuck you. Like, we're just fucking relaxed. Let the guy, the, let the guy I mean, live. Obviously, this one was a joke, but you see all the people saying Judge is a horrible captain for showing him up? Yeah. Like, hitting the home run after. <laughs> <laughs> very next page. Yeah, absolutely. That's very, it's, it's very funny. No, that, like, the shot of him coming up behind, or Judge coming up behind Volpe in the dugout when he's leaning on the railing. And like, kind of give him that little like a little abrupt bear hug. bear hug. Like that was yeah. the exact, you know. And I th- when you think of like the new era, call it like him, him come. Basically, when he gets called up, like that was what I was picturing that whole time. Like that just kind of encapsulated it. Like cool. Never wanted to two be generations. Their boys. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, more of that to come. Uh, before we get going and, and talk some more Yanks and uh, preview a little bit, I would do want to re. Uh, re-up and tell you guys that this episode is definitely still brought to you by Athletic Greens. <laughs> if you were ever wondering, um, just Athletic Greens, man. I've had so much fun. I put it in my smoothies. It makes me feel really good in the morning. 
um, just feels good that you've put something good in your body first thing in the morning. It's not a bad way to start the day. Um, yeah, I mean, I just that, that's just a daily routine for me. So if you ever want to get your Athletic Greens, uh, they're giving away one free, uh, one free supply. One year free. Jesus Christ, Luke. One year free supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash 161. That is athleticgreens.com slash 161. And just to keep the lights on a little bit more, Damon, I know you want to bring to us another sponsor. I mean, speaking of just like daily routines right now, right? Wake up, take your athletic greens. Let's, let's, let's add another thing into your daily routine right now. How about that? You guys okay with that? And I want to I make this a little bit of a, a new segment on the show, which is going to be sponsored by Steaks. Uh, play with steaks. Now, how do you spell a, that? Is it steaks like the food, Damon, or is it steaks like? Oh my god! It's I like steaks. Whole, like I love the steaks, the high stakes. It's the high stakes. It's like it's you're wagering your steaks, but not, but not yet. You're Tell not eating more. the steaks. You're not. You're not eating the steaks. So steaks is a fun and uh, family friendly, fun prediction game where you prove your knowledge and. Uh, you enter MLB season. You play wrong. You play along with the MLB season. Make predictions for free, and you can climb the ranks and prove how well you know baseball. So I want to get a little uh, get a little start here with the boys and say ask you some questions, and then we can circle back next episode to see how we did on the production the projections for tomorrow's game. Can I ask you Because this game is already happening, and uh, Clark Schmidt's already blowing it. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Maybe it might not be the sure. stakes question of the day, but. Uh, will Clay Holmes be the closer by the end of the year? No. End of the year. That's a long-term question. Uh, no. I think he's going to Are you done with the <laughs> or do you have more stuff to talk about? Because that was a good segue into the Clay, the Clay Holmes we're thing. Do, we're doing the questions. Yeah. We yeah, oh, we're going to do the questions real quick. Okay, go ahead. No, we have he's still trying to. No, these are real questions. He's an Italian, so he's not really listening. Yeah, he's still. I'm going to ask him in Italian. Really the I've been some. <laughs> we're making predictions <laughs> for the game tomorrow, so. Okay. Yeah. So we got Brito versus Canning on the on the bump tomorrow. Anybody know anything about game. Canning? Yeah. Nothing. I know nothing about I know everything one, about Canning. Kidding. All right. Simple question. Winner. Who are we picking? Yanks, obviously. Uh, who's getting more RBIs tomorrow? Mike Trout, Aaron Judge. Aaron we go judge. 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 Yeah. I'm All right. Go but judges. but they also would stand out. They might not pitch the Judge as much. <clears throat> So potentially, Otani's not going to leave anybody on base for Trout to knock in. That's true. Wow. Brito's going to throw a perfect game. Brito's going to give up the fucking 12 in the first inning this time. All right. Yeah. So going off that, given these lineups, will a starting pitcher make it through five complete innings? No. A starting pitcher? Like either one? Will either pitcher make it through five innings? Yes. Maybe the other guy. Brito will. Just Just one or both or no one? No, nobody. I'm gonna go no. Give me one. I don't think no. both pitchers get five combined innings. <laughs> All right. Next question. Over under two and a half home runs. Way over. <laughs> Definitely. Way over. In, in, in how many <laughs> innings? <laughs> Whole game. <laughs> in the, in the first. Set, I wish you could. I know. I don't. You should give this advice to Stakes, but I wish you could, like, double down on a bet, like. Not only you can't. Be, it's called double down. But, but I mean, like, there's going to be more than two home runs in the first inning or before an out. Is well, you can inning. you can double down your wager and you can bet on it twice as much. Wow. Last question. 
there will or will not be more innings where at least a run is scored. That makes no sense. Where at least where <laughs> be more innings where at least a run is scored than scoreless innings. You're it's kind of hard to to, to, to digest right I there. See what you mean. Yeah, well, I, didn't gonna, I didn't write the questions. There's going to be more run innings with runs scored than not is the one I'm going with. Yeah, yeah. More innings with a run scored or more innings without a run scored. That's probably the better way to phrase a question. With, with. All right, there you have it. The daily questions brought to you by Stakes. Go uh, download the app, link in bio, and uh, come wager with us and prove that you know more than us. You probably do. Um, speaking of the question that I opened this up with, so Clay Holmes, he came in in the eighth inning instead of the ninth which I'm not upset about. I don't, I don't care about them doing a, an orthodox or not traditional closer. We've run into trouble with that before with Aroldis Chapman. We've had that conversation before, and you know he's just can't come in with a not clean inning and not like be just that closer role. So I'm, I'm not upset about that. What I am upset about is that, you know, and maybe this is too early to say it, but dating back to last year in the second half, he hasn't been his uh, shutdown self that we've seen in the first half of the year that was – we, we've we've had conversations, I know, prematurely now that he was going to be a Yankee great reliever or one of the best the Yankees have ever had. So um, not uh, not saying I said it, but I know Mo's name was thrown around in the same stratosphere as Mr. Clay Holmes at one point. Um, but how are we feeling on Clay Holmes right now? I personally think there are mm, a few relievers that are currently today better than him and worth having the closer role wouldn't be upset if those guys yeah i think clay holmes is a problem i would say it's been i mean look at look at uh slack and pulled this up while i'm talking because i sent a pretty good thing of his um from his implosion on last year against the reds i'm just scared to go on slack and type in my work group and get in trouble so um i have it right here okay so you want me to read it yeah you read it and then i'll go and I uh, the ups and downs of Clay Holmes, and if you've seen this on Twitter, it's from New York underscore Evil Empire. Uh, so ups and downs of Clay Holmes, .96 ERA, and just 10 walks in his first 65.1 innings pitched as a Yankee. That's the first half that we're referring to. And then in 31 innings, in innings pitched uh, since July 12th, 2022, the meltdown against the Reds, Holmes has a 5.81 ERA. And 18 walks, which I will say this, that's a ridiculous difference, 0.96 versus 5.81. But reliever reliever ERA isn't really the craziest thing because, you know, I don't know, but whatever. Uh, Clay Holmes ERA heading into that Reds game was 0.43. He hasn't allowed, he hasn't been the same since potentially. I just, game, and he's cooked. I think he's a problem right now i mean he came here with walk issues and he like had decent peripherals which is what everybody got excited about including the front office but he was a project and like he's been bad more than he's been good in his career so i'm not saying he's completely done like he's cooked his career's over but i i think it's definitely worth being concerned about like you can't tell me that oh it's just a rough patch like he'll snap out of it because we don't have any like we don't have any evidence of that in his career. Like he has not been coming to the Yankees. It's not like we were getting Edwin Diaz and he just happened to choke for a little bit. Like we were getting a pretty no name guy. And I think right now you have so many other 
names in that bullpen, or at least two mainly, and Mike King and Ron Marinaccio, right now, I, right now I take Ron Marinaccio. Wandy. I was going to say Wandy too. So I think I would take Ron Marinaccio, but I think Wandy's worth the conversation. But go on with your point. Yeah, totally. I just, I just don't, like, he hasn't ever been bad and then just, like, bounce back. I, I guess you can say when he came over from the Pirates and all that, but, like, what evidence do we have to show that maybe this is just the pitcher he is? He's got command issues. That's nothing new. And maybe it's just well, does Lux run out? So what happened, I think, is you know he was supposed to be kind of a sneaky guy when we got him, never with the closer in mind. And then Chapman died, and he was our best closer at the time. We didn't have a clear-cut other option because Loisega was also struggling. So then Holmes became the closer, and he lit it up for quite a while in the closer role, you know, until soon after the all-star break. And then he, and then he went back to what he is, I think, which is, you know, a three something ERA middle of the bullpen guy. And I I mean, I don't know if he'll drop back to that right away, but I don't think he's going to be the closer for very much longer. I think Wandy is somebody who could slide in there because he's had a lot of higher leverage uh, situations, you know, a lot of holds. And then, Mike King and Marinaccio are the other two, you know, I think those are our best three. And so however you lay it out, that's seven, eight, nine, in my opinion, um, you know, with a healthy bullpen, say today. I love, I love Marinaccio. Um, am I reading this right? That he has 24 walks. No, uh, that's in 2022. <laughs> oh, I was looking at the baseball savant numbers and I mean, he is high in walks. I walk, Percent, percentile. Yeah, he's eighth percentile in walk percentage, though. Um, I don't know if that, that doesn't seem true with only four walks. I don't know. In only six innings. Yeah, ignore me completely. Ah, uh, no, not don't ignore me. In six no, but, innings, he has four. Walks. I mean, <clears throat> it's it's ignore it, me. He's not a he's not a top three closer in our bullpen right now, and I don't think that he to Chandler's point and to kind of you know rephrase that I guess is that he was really never a bona fide, solidified closer. He was a closer due to circumstance last year, and he looked great for a while, but essentially in the last 10 months, he's been a middle-of-the-road reliever. I can't believe I said 22 walks. (laughs) (laughs) How would that even be possible right now? (laughs) He hasn't even faced that many batters. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm glad you can, as long as you can laugh at yourself, because I know everybody listening to this is laughing at me. So, got to get out in front of it before they they stop listening. (laughs) Uh, I think I would go with Wandy right now. I think Ron Marinaccio is the most dominant arm in that bullpen, and I don't really think it's that close. I think if Mike King King gets right. for most dominant. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, Mike King, Mike King. But he's been like, he, had, I know he struggled his first outing, maybe his first two outings, but he, no, he looks pretty good, lights yeah. out. Yeah, I forgot him. So th- I think it's those two. And then I think those two and Wandy, then you drop a tier and then you have basically everybody else. Like, Loisaga when he's healthy. And then Brewer got DFA. Uh, I feel like. I feel like Loisaga is starting to become the uh, the Mr. Stanton of the bullpen. Abreu hasn't allowed a run in seven innings. Very sneaky. I'm not. Just, just wait. He's going to give up like that these are way too small sample sizes. I'm just looking at it. 
surprised by that. Like that, that's all. I'm not going just off this year. I'm telling like right now with King still trying to work his way back. Uh, he's only got a few innings after exploding his elbow. If you put a gun to my head and told me like you have to pick somebody in this bullpen to close out a game to win Game Seven of the World Series, and it's the only time you'll ever get a World Series in your life, I'm picking Rob Marinaccio. I might also today. Today, my my counter to that would have been under normal circumstances, and this isn't a counter because I'm not even going to counter that. But I would think that he hasn't had you know as many innings in the bullpen, so therefore he maybe shouldn't be the closer. But I feel like all a lot of the best closers in baseball at this point are essentially sliding right into that role. You look at Ryan Helsley last year; like he essentially just became the closer right when he came up. Munoz, same deal. Class uh, A to an extent. Alexis Diaz, like all of those guys, kind of jump right into the closer role. It's not like you need to dip your foot in for three to five years and then you become a closer nowadays and i feel like like you were saying talent wise you know he he could do it so if he is going to be the closer i think that should be sooner than later i don't think that we should be mixing up the closers after the all-star break because that's i think when you can get into trouble in the postseason agreed do you guys want to talk about donaldson he's coming back uh back tomorrow not really rather not talk about him yeah well one one thing i did want to talk about (laughs) was that you know, Donaldson is coming back on Wednesday, but Peraza replaces Stanton. Um, but Boone said Peraza is going to go back down when Donaldson comes back tomorrow. So it just feels a little weird that they just burned an option for him. I'm not sure if that – it could go either way. It could be that, you know, he – why are you making that face? Didn't they say he's not necessarily going back down? I think you just like – I thought – I thought I thought I he mean, said that he was he going is, back down. I don't think – he's the kind of guy that you need to be that careful about with his options. Like if he, when so he's that's what up, I was going to ask. He's going to be up. You might as well. Yeah. Use I felt like, you know, either this says if he does go down, which assuming right now, I, th- I feel like I heard somewhere that he was Boone said that, but either way, if he is going back down and they're burning an option, one of five that he has total, I think that could mean that they don't care about the options. Like you said, Murph, he might just be up when he's up. Or they don't like him anymore, and they're just gonna burn them because he's like a Estevan Floral type player now. So he said he did I, not. I'm hoping say it's letter. Sure. Boone did, did not say for sure whether or not he'd be going down. All right. Well, I hope he stays up. Then I hope like Calhoun or some bullshit goes down. I think the perfect. I mean, he's field. a top fifty prospect in baseball. Like the, the options. Aren't, aren't going to matter. And they didn't even use That's one true. when he went down the beginning of the year. I just like, I don't think this was probably his first option, right? Yeah. What yeah, incentive do you have to even keep up. Donaldson? Like, I mean, I know they're not going to cut him, but he's better than your other bench bats right now. Today is the perfect infield alignment. Like if the playoffs start tomorrow, this is the infield I want is Peraza and Volpe up the middle, DJ at third, Rizzo at first and Glaber DHing. Like, that is exactly what I want. I agree. In a perfect world, probably got to do it with the stick, though. Um, I mean, he did it with the stick last year. Yeah, he's got to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the whole point of the the old <laughs> baseball game. The whole point of baseball, game, brother. <laughs> yep, he's he, got to keep doing yeah, it, brother. He's just got to he's just got to play well, and that's all he's got to do. You know, it's, it's really a simple game. <laughs> Hit ball far, throw ball fast. That's it. It's really simple with Athletic Greens code 161. Um, 
over under July for when Rodon comes back. Oh my god, I fucking hope before, but April, May, at this June, rate, July. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be before July. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Real. Yes, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say before. I'm I mean, I'm gonna say before. I think it's gonna be in June, though. I know originally it was May or June. I think now it's June. I think that's like if he's in May, that's a huge bonus. But we'll say we'll set the deadline of July. I'll, July fifteenth. Around the same time as Stan. Stan six weeks guaranteed minimum. Yeah, I honestly don't Rodon's even give a fuck about Sen anymore. Like, I, I'm just so over it. I hope it is I'm his just, just, like, routine maintenance. I think, I think six weeks is a fair... I think they're going to come back around the same time. I think how it's going to be pull, in about six weeks. How do you pull a hamstring jogging? I have. <laughs> yeah, you're not a professional athlete, though. <laughs> didn't have his athletic <laughs> you don't get paid $20 yeah, dollars a year to not do that. Uh, I love Stan uh, yeah. so much, but that's so fucking aggravating. Uh... I've been actually getting good at running recently. I've been running a little over a mile without being totally wiped out. Do you get out. good at running? <laughs> Endurance-wise, Damon. Yeah. I ran over over a mile, and I wasn't totally wanting to kill myself. So, no. I don't know. I've been big into the, uh, the incline walks. Makes me feel like a MILF. Yeah. You get walk. your fanny pack when you do it. You bet your ass, Damon. Shirt tucked in and everything. Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have the whole uh, the whole look. Yeah, shirt tucked in, belt on. <sighs> I think that's it for us today. <laughs> so only team in we'll baseball. We'll just start talking about only team in Chandler's baseball not to walk. lose a uh, not to lose a series. A series, yeah, yeah. yeah the split. And we have we have been winning on the get out days every single time, so that's pretty fun. Um, everybody goes home sad if they're on the other team. <laughs> On the last day. So <laughs> cheers to that. Making other people sad. Um, all right. That will do it for us. Love you guys. Hopefully we can uh, win the game tonight. And Otani doesn't hit a million home runs off of Brito. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.